Holy Gospel according to Mark, the first chapter. Glory to you, Lord. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth, Galilee, and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart, and the Spirit descending up like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the desert forty days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of, of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent, believe in the good news. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord. You may be seated. Trees that she can count at once 
made her really nervous. For me, that brings me comfort. I love that. For me, wide open spaces, while they're beautiful, I always think, I don't have much protection out there. There's no much safety. When my friend Lily would say that bad things happen in wooded areas, I'm like, yeah, no, she'd say, have you seen a horror movie? Do you not understand? The wilderness is an interesting place. It doesn't have to be a particular biome, as we can experience a wilderness even in relationships with others, and even within ourselves. A wilderness can bring a lot of emptiness and uncertainty. It can bring a lot of questions and it can bring a lot of worry. I've had many wilderness experiences in my life, and I'm sure you have too. The wilderness can scare me because I don't know what to expect. And while I have people to support me and love me, I still have to go through it. I have to conquer it. But the thing about, about wilderness is that if we give it time, if we give ourselves time, a wilderness can sometimes bring us clarity. So, I don't know, almost three years ago, almost four, I don't know, three, four years ago, I needed to get away. I needed some time. Some call it a vacation. I mean, deep down, it wasn't, it wasn't going to be like that. It wasn't going to be, you know, fun and sightseeing and stuff like that. I was struggling. Honestly, I wasn't sure what I was struggling with, but I knew I needed some time away, time to process, where the distractions of the world weren't in my face. So I connected with my family to make sure our family's cabin was going to be available, that nobody else was going to be up there. Our cabin, we call it a shack, and if you ever spent time there, you would know why we call it the shack. It's located in the western part of the UP. It's definitely a wilderness of its own. And so I began to plan my time away out of the shack. About a week after I told my family, my brother Rusty contacted me. Less than a year prior, he was diagnosed with glioblastoma. And I'll be honest, that's part of the reason I went up there, was to process that. I mean, Rusty, of course, had his life upended with that uh, diagnosis, but we were all thrown into our own wilderness, especially after he had a seizure that led up to this diagnosis. But he contacted me very innocently, because he had some work he needed to do up at the shack, and he was only going to be up there for part of the day. He called, he said, you know, I'll leave here. Uh, you live just uh, between Sheboygan and Manitowoc. 
He said, I'll leave here. I'll be up there probably a little bit before noon. I'll get my stuff done, and then I'll be headed probably before the sun sets. I'll be headed back home. Was it okay? He knew I needed time away. He understood that. He spent his time in the shack as well. But it just was going to be for a little time. It wasn't what I planned, but you know, it was only for part of the day. I could suck it up. It would be fine. The truth is, he ended up staying for two nights, three days, a little more than an afternoon. And I'm not sure if he needed, if he had more work that he needed. The truth was, I don't think that's why he stayed. Because we spent more time together just talking. And I realized it was the best gift I could have been given. Rusty and I uh, were 10 years, are 10 years apart in age. He is 10 years older than me. And so really, as I was growing up, he was already in a different life. He was moving on, and so I never really spent time. I don't know if I had ever spent time alone with him for any significant time before this time a few years ago, which is really sad. But I got to spend that time with him, alone time. And he shared things that I about his life growing up that I had never known. And I shared stuff that I had growing up that most of it he knew because I'm the baby of the family, but some he didn't realize. We realized how much we actually had in common, even though we never really spent time together. From that wilderness, I gained something I hadn't planned. Time with Rusty and processing his life and death. It wasn't the only reason why I was going there. I also gained some awareness, but something greater came out of that time that came in the form of peace that I didn't expect I would return home with. I wish all my wilderness times were that life-changing because most of the time, they're not. They're not anything like that. Most of the time, I feel I don't have enough time in the wilderness because I'm just as confused at the end as I was when I went into it. Answers aren't so certain. Feelings are still messy. And decisions? And I will admit, my wilderness is nothing compared to others. I know that some of you have a wilderness that is huge, and you may not know when your time in that wilderness will end. Jesus is in the wilderness, we are told, for 40 days. We're given a number, but the truth is, 40 in the Bible is, is different than we think of it. In the Bible, 40 means a significant period of time. For people who live by the lunar cal calendar, which they would have done that, 28 days of the Earth 
that have the moon revolving around the Earth is a long time, but one and a half trips around the Earth? 40 days in the wilderness, 40 days on the ark, 40 years wandering and finding your way home. 40 can seem like it will never end. And I think that's the point. We usually don't have a concrete end to our wilderness, the time frame, which, which can make things harder and it can make it feel endless. What makes that time go a little faster? The people surrounding us. Our burdens seem lighter when other people walk with us. Our pains don't hurt so much when we let other people cry with us. Jesus wasn't driven into the wilderness to struggle alone. God sent angels to be there with him. And if God realizes the importance of companionship for the Son of God, why would you think that God expects you to do it alone? Over the years, I have wondered, I like to wonder, I wondered about Jesus' time in the wilderness, those 40 days. I have thought about the hunger he experienced and where his mind and spirit found nourishment. I have wondered about the temptations and how long each one of them lasted. I have wondered because I have been in the wilderness too. And there's something about knowing that, that this God, the one that I turn to, has experienced this stuff too. Our hurts, our hunger, our loneliness, our wilderness. So I want to close each Sunday during this Lenten season with a blessing for all of you. Uh, today's blessing, um, they'll probably all come from uh, Kate Bowler. Uh, today's comes from uh, one of her recent books that she wrote with Jessica Ritchie called The Lives We Actually Have, uh, 100 Blessings for Imperfect Days. And this is called For When the Road is Long. Sometimes when we feel lost, floating outside of what we know, who we wanted to be, and where we wanted to be, it's tempting to feel small and wonder, maybe. Maybe I should just shut this down a bit. Maybe no one needs to hear from me. Maybe that's enough for now. Oh God, I could not have imagined that this road would be so long and so hard and so daunting. Yet here I am, worn out, body and soul. I feel exposed, vulnerable, outside of what should be normal. Oh God, I don't know what to do to make this lighter, easier, or go any faster. Help. Blessed are we, the downtrodden, who must set aside what we can care, what we are carrying, and begin to feel only the weight of our own being. It is enough for now. Let our shoulders sink. Reminds me to do that. Let our shoulders sink from around our ears. 
our breath to grow longer and deeper, taking a minute to notice the way our di diaphragm rises and falls without us telling it to. Blessed are we who cannot go on, not like this, but stand and look and ask, which is the good way to walk in? Is there an easier route? Blessed are we who listen for the voice that is both thunder and softest rain. Blessed are we at the point of utter stillness that becomes an empty space for that voice to echo and build and resound until it becomes a place to rest and receive and be made holy. And oh, how blessed we are who are astonished to find that God's strength begins at the very point when ours 